Welcome back to the Brew Crew Podcast. Today is Tuesday, February 1st, and after a couple of slight interruptions, we are officially recording. We had a couple of uh, off-camera illnesses. We just had an interruption. It's a little bit chaotic. It's late. We're tired, but uh, Rick, the Bruins just beat the Seattle Kraken 3-2. to two. How are we feeling? Uh, yeah, we're feeling we're feeling a little bit better. I, I'm the one who contracted the kissing disease, mono. So we took a little hiatus for the pod, and we, we started started up here, and all of a sudden, B Locks got seven got seven pretty ladies outside his dorm. Not pretty. So, not he, pretty. He's not pretty. Oh, breaking news! Not pretty. Not pretty. So <laughs> the dorm. It says I'm recording a podcast, so priorities are straight for B Lock. So, all right, let's let's get all that out of the way. Put that aside. Uh, <laughs> No further comment. <laughs> Talk to me about tonight's game, Rick. Uh, I certainly have a couple thoughts on it. Yeah, so just quick thoughts on the game tonight. And kind of just the last couple, two-week stretch since our last pod in general. Just nothing special, nothing really jumping off the page for the bees. They kind of come back down to earth, so specifically more tonight. Slow start, just the, one of the more boring periods of the entire year was per, uh, the first period. Mm-hmm. I thought Allmark played well up until those those two goals weren't great, but like he he played all right. And then you know we kind of just needed, like you said on the Twitter account, we need the power play recently to just bail us the fuck out. That's they're power they're living play. and dying by the generating power play. any offense, especially in the first second had a little bit here and there, but I thought Boston Hall looked okay, but kind of just nothing to nothing to write home about honestly tonight. It was not an impressive win. Against one yeah. of the worst teams in the show. It kind of feels like that Ducks game. We'll talk about it later, but that Ducks game kind of feels like it maybe knocked them down a peg and probably brought them back down to earth a bit. Uh, but they just they look flat and you know they're in the grand scheme of things, they're six, three, and one in their last ten. And you're like, okay, you know, that's all right. They were, you know, nine and one in their last ten at the start of the year, at the start of 2022. Uh, but you look ahead in the Atlantic, the Panthers are seven and three in their last 10. The Lightning are seven, two and one and Toronto seven, two and one. So they're not making up any ground. And the last five ish games, they're, they're just flat. Yeah. They're just, that's the key word. They're just kind of flat. There's nothing really to write home about or nothing to really jump out at you. The stars game was brutal. I know we'll get more into detail with all these, but if you just look at the results, since we are last pod, they're just not. There was one game. It was the game we lost. I thought it was our best game, and mm-hmm. that was the Colorado game. But and that they should have won. They could have that. They, yeah. they should have won that game. That was their most impressive one. And I thought that was be something to build on. But they haven't really built on it since nope. with impressive victories tonight. Pasta bails them out on the power play. Chris Dreger just with the hole in his glove is the only reason we pulled away with this one. I and think Seattle was probably the better team tonight. We were probably were. the worst team. They yeah, were. and that's that's not great. And that's a so, bad Seattle team with and you know no stars at yeah, all. Exactly. We see a Brian Donato sighting. We see a Lausanne sighting. We see a Marcus Johansson sighting. Marcus Johansson. I mean, that's that's a callback. That's that's oh. reminiscent of those like you know those those Bruins teams that they would bring in. Like remember they brought in like Jerome McGinley and like. Carl Soderberg. They would bring in like one guy who was going to be a free agent. Ryan Ralston. Yeah, they they would bring Wade Redden. 
they would just bring in these guys that like for like oh we're making a we're gearing up for a cup run and like you know that was yeah yeah it's just the list goes on and on and some games in that list johansson johansson was definitely one of those guys that just you're like that's the guy that like oh we need a free you know we need a big that, that that was people were mad when we brought him in he was the piece but it ended up working out but besides the point yeah. Um, I guess the main takeaway I had from this, and I was tweeting this on the account, is is anyone going to step up for anyone or on this team? I think this is kind of like the talking point of the week for the Bruins is we have no grit. We have no fight back. It finally happened tonight a little bit. When I mean, Earl Kanainen unfortunately gets hit, he looks like he's in concussion. He was out for the rest of the game with upper body injury. Tough for did him. Did not Tough return. Yeah. yeah, he's playing well. I like his game right now. So, but he just kind of like gets hit by, I forget who hit him, but no one I think would it was go Gord. After, oh yeah. Yanni Gord. No one would go after him. Finally, Lazar kind of goes after him. And then Forbert gets his ass kicked by Jeremy Lozon. Nice one, Donnie. So, the, and then this, back to the, the whole Hall thing against Colorado. We just have no fight right now. No, Hall, Hall got killed in that game after that hit. Yeah. To wouldn't step up for himself. So no, there was just nothing there. All right, uh, moving backwards to the Stars game. Hopefully, oh, I'm gonna, in the rear view full disclosure. I turned this off after four nothing. I think I turned it off after three. Like it was just, just football games were on. Yeah, exactly. And they, I mean, talk about not showing up. I don't know if they, they, you know, landed early Saturday morning and maybe they spent the night in Phoenix and, and got a little rowdy. They stayed an extra day in Arizona. I do know that. Maybe they just got a little rowdy and, and came out flat, but that, that looked like, you know, the team that, that we were worried about having in like October. Yeah. That, that was, that was a brutal game. There it just seemed like everything was going in. Not that that's like the goalie's fault that game or anything, but there's just no show. Yeah. Absolutely no show. I only watched the first period and a half, and I don't remember a scoring chance. They scored in the third, right? It was 6 nothing already by that yep, point. Six Lost one. The one. I don't even, could even tell you who scored for us. It was Craig Smith. Okay. So, yeah, uh, Omar had four goals on 15, on 15 shots. So, mm-hmm. there was a string – uh, of this was this game and the Tuca game on Monday against the Ducks, where it was like, oh, the goaltending is being sus recently. It has, it has, and it looked so strong. And you're, you know, Tuca's back, and you're, you're saying, all right, here we go. We have Tuca and Olmark, and this is something you could build off of. And you know, as you mentioned, the Ducks game, it just, it just wasn't there. But you know, that I don't know, I don't. This is I'm I'm starting to get worried because they've got a tough stretch coming up. But moving backwards to the Coyotes game, which they did win against another terrible team that they kept in the game. That this was maybe the worst besides Dallas. This is my most eye-opening performance. Honestly, I thought this was they just didn't put this team away. They kind of just mo they just kind of skated with them like they let them Louis Erickson and Phil Phil Kessel. Stay in the game. Yeah, like I don't. I think their goalie is Scott Wedgwood. He didn't have to make any big saves. Uh, who, I mean, you look at the stats. He made thirty-five saves on thirty-seven shots, but 
I mean, it was all it was all right. Thoughts though, so it was a it wasn't like um wasn't crazy. McAvoy scored the game winner in the second period, so the third and the most of the second period was kind of just nothing. Eric Hollis scored the other one, so I guess he got secondary scoring in that one, but uh, just another game where it did not jump off the page. I was probably half asleep anyways. It was a nine o'clock game and I had mono. This is like peak. So I yeah. Was yep. was yeah. A little bit, but. yeah, exactly. The only one I remember from that game, pasta showed up, pasta had two assists, five shots on that. McAvoy with five shots on that. Uh, but other than he, that, he is becoming himself again. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For night sure. In, night out though. It's not like he'll show up like tonight and score two goals. No, he'll, show up in a lot of these games and score and mm-hmm. to assist. And yeah, he'll turn it over because he's going to have the puck a lot, but he's going to, I, tonight I liked his game too. I thought he was flying around again with Hall there. They said they're working really nice. Yeah. Together. I like that one. I agree. Yeah. I like that. One. They had no stick in between them tonight because Hall has COVID, I think. Mm-hmm. So they got to keep that together. And he uh, didn't get a game with Bergeron. In Marshand? Yeah, I don't think it was with Marshand because Marshand was out, I believe. I thought they got a game together. It was either the Stars game or the Coyotes game. Did they? I can check. Because of who's – what's his face? Yeah. I forget the permutations, but, yeah, it was – this Coyotes game, Pasternak was – yeah, he was there. Uh, Coy, uh, McAvoy scored and ate up a lot of minutes. Um. Did they get any power play chances? They were one for four on the power play. Arizona was over three. Seattle tonight. I know Seattle was like over some over six tonight. So our penalty kill was phenomenal. It, it was, but I mean, all stretch. I love, I love Coyle on the PK. Coyle, he had a great play tonight in the third. Yeah, the second, where third. he on the penalty kill where he just dove and just took out the guy and the puck. So no penalty. Yeah, yeah. him and. Him and the Bruss are actually – they're usually the two out there together. They're actually doing pretty well. Coyle kind of plays solid, and the Bruss can use his speed to break it out. They did well tonight. Speaking of the Brusque, yeah. I mean, are we – I might be team keep the Brusque now. I am. <laughs> I've said this too. I The way he's playing right now, and it's a long enough spurt, he is constantly – near the net now he's constantly drive not driving offense but he's around when good things on the offensive side are happening so if he's going to play like this perfect third liner like i don't know what else you i don't know where he's been why, why would you get rid of this like you but need f winger there's exactly what he is so i don't think they should give him up if this is what he's going to do the thing is we know it's not going to sustain i know we know it's not going okay. as long as as long as he loses it now and then comes back in the playoffs. I don't care. I mean, I don't. That stretch against Arizona and Colorado, he was the best player on the team. Six shots against Arizona, three shots Colorado was good. Three shots and a goal against Colorado. Um, yep. Yep. And he's Colorado game. We can. Yeah. Uh, well, that. This was a, he, this was. I like this. You said before the game. Uh, point. I think you tweeted this on the Twitter account. Uh, point. Point feels just, like a win, but not the way it happened. But no. still, you're gonna look back on it at the end of the year 
and probably not going to remember how it happens. Like, oh, we got a point against Colorado on the road when they've won like 20 in a row at home. So mm-hmm. the way it happened was tough, but a very solid effort. Um, so the Hall hit, what, what are your thoughts on that? I thought it was a clean hit. I thought he just, I mean, obviously it's tough when, you know, you knock out McKinnon, who's a top three player in the league. You could probably make the argument at least, at least last year, he was probably the best player in the league. Um, and he, it's tough. Just, you know, it's the same thing. If you, if you hit, a, if you put a big hit on Crosby or if you hit a, put a big hit on McDavid, Ovechkin, you really can't, but like, you, you know, people just get up in arms and I thought it was a clean hit. I thought as soon as he hit him, Hall kind of realized he was like, Oh shit. What, you know, what did I just do? Um, but you know, and I, I thought, cause, and I wanted the Bruins to take advantage of it. Cause you could tell Colorado was rattled after that. And they were like, Oh my God. Like what just happened? I think they were talking to uh, Kadri after the game, and he was like, "You know, we were we were pretty shaken up that first period, and you know, if they could, you were kind of hoping, and you could see it, and you were hoping that they could jump on them and and kind of take advantage of it, but they just, and they they did, but not in the way that I wanted to. But they played well. I was very happy with how they played. I like the whole idea of Hall. He, it looked like he was going to go for a hit. And I yeah. like that the first two minutes of the game, first couple shifts going f- to set the tone. I like the whole idea of that. Now it ended up that he totally whiffed, hit his stick and like clobbered him. So yeah. that's tough. I don't think he should have got a five minute, maybe a two minute for charging. Cause he did come across. Yeah. But yeah, obviously Colorado is going to respond no matter what. So that's just shows you the type of team they are. And the Bruins took advantage of them kind of overdoing it. They kept going after Hall. The cross checks to get the five on three. They capitalized on that. Coyle scored. So you like to see that. If we're going to be that type of team, which I don't really like, we're going to be like the team that just like takes advantage of power plays. I don't really like that, but good thing they did. It's pretty would... much the complete opposite. You know what? This team is almost the complete opposite of the 2011 team. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if if um, if we're gonna do that, and Hall, I don't think Hall had to f- f- stick up for himself there. I don't think he did. The, what he, I think someone should have gave him shoves though. Like someone's shoving Taylor Hall. Like just get. We have one of the bigger guys. Just like say, all right, enough. Like mm-hmm. clean hit. Uh, and it just shows you the type of the key, team Colorado was. They got all their steam out. They were down two. They came into the third and just whooped our ass, honestly. Yep. They just imposed their will on us. So if it doesn't come down to that, we're still not there. That was the eye-opening thing for me in this game. One is the Colorado wanted to turn it on to tie the game. They did. Yep. That took th- to the last 30 seconds, but they dominated that third period, at least in the shot total. Absolutely. I mean, Omar was probably one of his best games of the year. He even left though out the- it, it, it's tough to – to say it's your best game of the year when you let up four goals, but he got absolutely peppered. 41 shots, 37 saves. Um, ridiculous. Makar is... Makar is an, on another level. On another level good. Like, I mean, he's... Yeah. It's unbelievable how good he is. And, um, I he mean... on defenseman I think I can definitely say is better than McAvoy. 
probably. Yeah. Adam Fox is the same thing as McAvoy. He scores more, I guess. But yeah, when I watch him play, I think McAvoy's a better skater. But besides yeah. the point, Makar um, is just different. Yeah, he is. He he truly is different. And back to Allmark. I mean, backdoor on the uh, one with what, like, fifteen seconds left. Uh, probably less. I think the Landeskog one was yeah. with thirty-seven seconds left. Thirty-seven. Okay. Uh, one of them I remember was just tipped like a foot in front of his glove. Uh, but he played. He played really, really well, um, and probably kept him in that game. And then just a bad penalty in OT, just a stupid yeah. brain dead, brain dead penalty in OT, and and that was it. But that's it. Uh, it was it, it was good for a little bit, and then the third period, obviously, Colorado showed why they are the best team in hockey, and we're we're a prong below them. So, yep. but it, it was the second period, especially, was uh, something to look look positively at. Yeah. Um, moving back to the Ducks on Monday, January 4th. Uh, the Ducks are actually – listen, listen. <laughs> talking, you got the two biggest Tuca guys in, in the Bruins world um, on this podcast, and, boy, did, he just did not show up. And uh, I can't defend them. Those were bad. No, they were real bad. Uh, five goals on 27 shots, but um, just, man, he just didn't show up. He didn't look ready. It kind of looked like uh, it looked like it was Tuca from that we were, like, worried, like, oh, he's going to need to warm up. He's going to need, you know, a couple minutes to uh, – or a couple of games to, to kind of settle into things, and that was uh, – that looked like that game, and he hasn't played since, correct? Nope. And he, it says, uh, Bruce said today before the Seattle game, the morning press conference, that it is a nagging injury from surgery. So I don't know. Like, I guess they maybe rushed him back too much, or he rushed himself and was like, okay, let me slow down a little bit. Cause they played him two games in a row. They played him that Winnipeg game, and then they played him this game. Yep. So they were going to start to maybe – I was like, oh, when I saw that he was going to start this game, I was like, oh, maybe they're going to start to give him two-thirds of the games over Olmark. Yep. And I rushed that because he got hurt and or he aggravated something in this game or the game before, and he allowed five goals on 27 shots. So good for an 8-15 save percentage in this game. Not good. And they Not were good. ugly. And they were some of them were ugly. What was that one? The Lunderstrom shorthanded goal that trickled through his pads is the one I'm thinking of. Yep. Yep. Second. Correct. Little. Just they just didn't show up. It was tough. It was really uh and I actually the ducks are better than I gave them credit for on our last podcast. Um they are second in the Pacific, which I didn't realize. Uh 55 points, but they just uh I don't know. That was a that was a weird game and yeah, Monday, kinda, Monday game kind of weird. It was their last game of a homestand, right? Or, correct. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I wasn't too worried about the result at the time. Because ducks aren't terrible. You lose games sometimes. 
like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not, you know, we're not we're expecting open them. about Tuca. The story was Tuca, and he did not look ready. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And the problem is, they can't. In an ideal world, we'd send him down to Providence, but he has no movement clause, and he can't be sent down to Providence. Yeah, and what were your thoughts on the "We Want Swayman" chance that broke out there in the crowd? I mean, I think people are just people get fired up. People kind of get caught in the in the moment, especially Bruins Bruins fans, especially about goalies. And you just it's so easy to point out a goalie's mistakes. And I'm not defending Tuca here. It's very he did not play well. He was easily the worst player on the team. Uh, But during a tough game, it's very, very easy to just say this is all the goalie's fault and, you know, get rid of them. And I think people, they probably rushed Tuca back a little bit and it just, it was kind of sad, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm kind of just a lot of like the talk everywhere, the Bruins nation, uh, on the radio, on all various podcasts I listen to and stuff like that. A lot of Tuca talk, a lot of goaltending situation talk. I'm kind of sick of it. I don't think it's a weakness of the team. I don't think it's where we should be focused. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it at all. I think it's going to be figure itself out by the time uh, April and May come for the playoffs. So uh, this is a place where I personally I don't want to spend that much time on it. Yeah, he played. He sucked. Whatever. I think he's going to figure it out. Olmark played well tonight. Um yeah, we don't allow that many goals, so I think we're going to be fine. Yep. Uh, moving back to the Jets. That was a matinee game, I believe, if my memory serves me right. Yep. And they actually played very well. Connor Hellebuck is tough to get by. Yeah, um, he's a pest. He's very, very good. And, you know, the Jets, I kind of, I kind of find myself rooting or betting on the Jets kind of often. And um, yeah, they're one of those teams where you're like, their record is kind of middling this year. Yeah, forty-two. Years. Yep, forty-three but points. Like, Ooh, that's like a sexy team. They're gonna like they're good value on for sports betting or shit. Yeah, exactly. And they just, I don't know. There's something about Color. them, but good colors, great colors, um, great fans. That place, that place gets jumping that in the playoffs. Place- is like mm-hmm. uh, that first year they went back to playoffs. Yeah, I think they were big underdogs against the Ducks. Yeah, this is like prime Getzloff, Perry Ducks. Oh and yeah, they that first goal, that place went buzzing. Yeah, that place gets absolutely jumping. Uh, so but they handled business. That's a game they should win, and they did win. Uh, yep, they they fun. were down. They came back. They were down after the first. Yeah, they let. I think they let up like one of those backbreaking like last twenty second goals in the first, and then they climbed back. Uh, let's see who scored here. A Pasternak scored the game winner on the yep. power play. Shocker. Coyle scored. Oh, this was the game with that touch pass from Bergeron, right? No, that was the no. Predators game. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. He scored the game. Another, another assist from DeBrusque. Uh, Coyle scored and Pasternak scored on the power play in the third. I remember that one. I don't remember that goal, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, this was a this was a long time ago. 
Bruins win though three three uh, three to two. Rask played pretty well in this game. If I remember correctly. That was a decently solid game for Tuca. Mm-hmm. Nothing, no bad goals allowed. It wasn't. It was just a classic matinee win. Nothing really. To, yeah, nothing to report. But they just got business done in this game. Decent team. Yeah, not like a not like a layover team. Yep. So. Uh, and then they took care of business against the Caps. Uh, obviously tough opponent team that it tends to give you trouble. Uh, and they, they got a big win and that was in the peak of, I mean, obviously post hurricanes when they got their doors blown off, but, uh, that was, that one felt big in the moment, but now it kind of looking back, you know, two weeks later, you just kind of shrug at it. Yeah. Exactly, what, but in the moment, if we want to go back to the context, they just got their doors blown off by Carolina. You wanted to see them do something, and they came out. They came out with the jump uh, early. If we remember, Tom Wilson kills Anton Bleed in the absolutely middle. Absolutely smokes him. Clean hit. Oh, I was actually here during this, so I only heard it. You could hear it through the through the stands. Uh, and then we respond well, though. Mac White lays a clean hit on Trevor Van Riemsdyk behind the net. That's how he responds to that. And then Marshan, though, got this was the game where he got the hit from Garnet Hathaway, that prick. I've actually yeah. met him in some Nice guy. Really? From Maine, yeah. I was at a Caps game, by, uh, and we met him. Uh, we met Garnet Hathaway. Nice that? guy. Prick on the ice. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, and then uh, so this is the game where Barshan goes down. We don't really respond to that. That's another one where I'm like, all right, can we like someone do something? But no one did. The Russ got a lot of time up on the first uh, first line this yeah, game. Yeah, they bumped him up. He looked really good. He looked good. He made the most of it. He got like every other shift. It seemed like on the left wing because mm-hmm. Bleed was out. He's a left wing. He got hit by Wilson and Marshan went out. So. DeBrus had a breakaway that he got booed after because he had a full <laughs> ice breakaway. If I don't remember, remember if you know if you remember this, he got a full ice breakaway. He, he set it up himself, beautifully done. Shot it right off the pad, and people booed him. <laughs> I'm like, I, I thought of this. I'm like, this is the last straw with this guy. He's gonna want to leave later. He's gonna want to leave. But then he scores the. Uh, then he scored. No, that he's. Uh, I can get on that. Yeah, yeah, he scored the game. He scored the the game tying goal. It's not on here. He had two points. He had the goal and an assist. He scored the goal to tie it or to make it 3-2, I forget. And then he scored the beautiful assist on the power play. He took it in himself, went to the corner, found McAvoy, and McAvoy huddled, shot post, ding, and in. Great crowd pop. Great game. Good bounce back for the Bruins. I wish they would have been more physical, but Caps are a bunch of pricks. Yep. All right. Actually, I called him the Felger after. Oh, really? Day after, yeah. Ricky and Winchester. Ricky and Winchester called in on that Friday when I was driving up to school. So, called Washington Bricks. Um, so uh, up and down week, I say for the Brew, or two weeks. Yeah, for the two weeks, two weeks. Um, looking forward, they do lighten up the schedule a little bit, so we'll break down the next four games. All star uh, break. Much yeah, that's right. That's right. All star break. Charlie McAvoy. How how could I forget about the, the all star break? <laughs> we just leave it at that. We don't <laughs> yeah, we don't need to dive into that. The more uh, I look at it, though, the more I like that Marshan isn't playing. 
<laughs> I know, I know. Maybe it's he a good pass down. I don't know how he would. We thought he like broke his shoulder and he came back the next mm-hmm. game. What a warrior. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, February 8th, we got the Penguins. So this is actually oh, next week. This is this was their last game. Yep. Uh, they've got a week off. So uh, no travel involved. Nope. Nope. So we've got uh, Penguins. Hurricanes, Senators, and Rangers that that next week, Super Bowl week, if you will. Um, All at home? No, no, two at home, two away. Uh, We got the Penguins and the Hurricanes at home, and then we have the Senators and the Rangers uh, Mm -hmm. away. And, you know, it's a tough stretch. You should take care of business against the Senators, but then those other three games – it's big litmus tests again. Big litmus tests against um, the top three teams in the metro, and yep. you're gonna see, you're gonna kind of see they need this break, and how they come out of this. If they can come out of this similar to how they came out of their COVID pause over Christmas, uh, I I think they can kind of catch fire and be that team that we once saw. But, you know, if they have a tough loss against the Penguins and then you're, you've got the Hurricanes again, that's, that's a tough spot to be in. Yeah, and, the, that Penguins game I'm really interested in. Penguins have actually lost four in a row. After winning is, like 10 in a row. Yeah, they were one of the hottest teams. But they're still – they just got crossed back, just got Malcolm back. They're just still probably getting back in the form with those guys, but – that is a team who's been like you guys and it's been hot recently. So they're both going to have a week break. They played tonight and lost overtime against the Capitals. Both with a week break. Um, both aren't sending their super superstars to the, to the all-star game. Yep. So we're going to see um, this could be, that's going to be a big game. We haven't, I don't think we played the Penguins this year. Have we? I don't remember ever playing them. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, nope, this game was postponed, so this is a reschedule over Christmas. Yep, this is right before Christmas. We were supposed to play this game, so this is the first time we're playing the Penguins. Honestly, a big one. It's gonna be not not necessarily for the standings because I think uh, Pittsburgh kind of got their place locked up over in the metro side of things, but I think yeah. it's just more about are you up to par with these playoff teams? Same yeah. thing with the Hurricanes, they kicked our ass. The last two times we played them, we get them at home again. We'll see there. And then Ottawa, eh, you should, you should. It's a, it is a matinee game at twelve thirty, which is weird. But in Ottawa, in Ottawa, up in the border, there's gonna be no one in the crowd. You're gonna have to go through all that brouhaha to get into Canada. That could, could be, be that. Spot. That yeah. could be a weird game. Could be just kind of like, could be a flat game. Hopefully yep. not them. So this is still over a week away now, so yeah. we're gonna get too much into it. And then the, the going to MSG is big; they're really good this year. So yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good week of hockey. It looks like for the Bruins uh, next week. Not much need a break here, so I'm excited for that, for that Pittsburgh and uh, Carolina games, especially. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Possible boots on the ground. MSG. Oh, MSG. Have you ever been there? Never been. Never been. It's 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 awesome. As advertised, as advertised, especially 
honestly, if, if even if the I've only sat in like I don't even think they call it the balcony. I think they, I forget what they call it. My friend's a big Rangers guy, uh, but it's awesome up there. It just feels like it's a you're at a big event, even though it's the middle of February for yeah. a regular season game. Yep. I've been there twice for a hockey game. It's nice, good place. Yep. Uh, and lastly, kind of how we usually wrap up the show with any uh, trade rumors or any. Oh, do you have a we'll... of the two weeks though? Hmm? Are, do you have a do you have a B boys MVP of the weeks? Oh, I mean, it's got to be pasta, doesn't it? Again? <laughs> I think, I think it uh, is. You no, know, no, I'll give it to DeBrusque. Oh no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> the Washington game, Pasternak scored twice. It's pasta. It's he pasta. scored the game winner in Winnipeg. The Ducks game, whatever he scored in that game too. It's pasta. It's pasta, dude. He scored he scored twice again tonight. If we count, yeah, it's gotta be pasta. The guy has scored fourteen goals in his last fifteen games. Is that good? He, he, <laughs> is that good? Yeah, fuck. Uh, We're the biggest cocksuckers out there too. You're gonna, like, we love Rass, we love pasta. So yeah. if you don't like that, go fuck yourself. Yeah, get out of here. Not your podcast. Um, and just just quickly, any trade news? Not. Nothing seems to be happening too much. Um, just uh, just a new name, just throw into the hat of possibilities. Uh, did we ever talk about JT Miller? Nope. He's a new name that's come up for the Bruins. Okay. Of that, depends on what you have to give up. Obviously, I don't. I didn't see anything about the price. But yeah, that's that would be name out of Vancouver. Yeah, get him out of. I mean, you know, that's a guy that wants to win. Back with um, knows how to win. With uh, the lightning, he's the one with the lightning. Who am I thinking of? He was he was on the lightning, but he never won with them. Did he really? He left right before he went to Vancouver in the bubble, and he, yeah, he was on Vancouver for the bubble year, and that's Tampa's first win. So he was good in that playoff bubble. He was nasty. All right, all right, all right. Uh, strike that from the record. <laughs> yeah, I looked up this before we started. That's how I know. I don't. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Right before. The Rangers. Yeah, before. I do remember that. Yep. And then he went to Tampa. He was a big key. They still went far with them on those good teams. So then he went to Vancouver and he's very, very good. Yeah. Big, um, big guy. So nothing. I mean, Klingberg looked good in the Dallas game. Yeah. Uh, he looks he's gonna get traded he doesn't want to be there so yep. uh, I also saw something on Twitter today that was more of a joke to Dan O'Chara no no, no. <laughs> no you're out no I'm out uh, on that I'm out on that I mean honestly like I'm out on it but if it happens I guess the depth honestly it would give the team a boost I'm out on it but if it happens I'd be all in on it because like, you crowd, would like a Nothing. The, the crowd would go nuts. And you would, if, it's not like we'd have to give anything. Yeah, I mean, that would be God knows what. Bag of pucks. Um, <laughs> just quickly, uh, just scrolling through this article that had mentioned the Dallas game, mentioned Tyler Sagan. I tweeted it from the account. Tyler Sagan has like 15 goals in 12 games against the Bruins. Something like that. I mean, it's, it's sad what 
truly what could have been. But we, we can move on from that. He doesn't move the needle for me anymore, though. Oh, no, not anymore. I mean, he's, he's been looking for get, like trade rumors, Tyler saying to the Bruins. Actually, I'd be pretty excited. That'd be but sick, actually. He, what did he do recently? I don't follow him anymore. Um, still an all-star level player. I, uh, I mean, he's on such a bad team. Is he more like Taylor Hall now? Yeah, probably. I don't even know like, where he would fit. Oh, second line center. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a pretty obvious fit. Um, but the ghost of Peter Shirelli lives on. Enough <laughs> of that. We don't need to get into any. I'm get very fired up. But you don't. Peter you Shirelli. don't. You don't. Riley Smith was a good snag in that deal. <laughs> Louis Erickson. Louis Erickson. Joe Morrow. Oh God. Come on. Oh, horrible. Horrible. All right. Uh, anything else? Anything else to wrap us up? Uh, no, just on the topic, I'd argue the Jimmy Hayes for Riley Smith one for one was worse than the Tyler Sagan deal. <laughs> That's not, it's not wrong, rest probably. Rest yeah, RIP, RIP. Um, very um, cool. Just a little quick, uh, before the Philly game, this was like before we recorded our second episode, you saw the clip of, uh, Hayes with Jimmy's uh, kid down on the bench. I don't know if you saw that. Very cool clip. Um, rest in peace, Jimmy Hayes. I, I guess uh, one other thing I thought of uh, is rumored, you know, the reverse retros the NHL did last year? I do. They're rumored to be doing a second wave of those. I wouldn't any like idea, that. Any idea, uh, any guess, or any wish list you would want to do? I know what uh, I would want. I'm looking at it. It either has to be the the bear, the cocaine bear, whatever the fuck that thing is, um, or yeah, that thing, that thing uh, on yeah, camera. This he's got white. This but white. Sorry, bad radio. But yeah, really, but really, really bad radio. Um, <laughs> or or I would be okay with if they went with the the uh, the or kind of seventies. Old yes. school spoke to be uh, in black. I think that but, might be going back to those full time. But anniversary, but that's, that's it. Day. Yeah, that's not even for a different day. All right. Um, I guess day. that's it. We will see you uh, next next week. Go bees. Go bees. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps, and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period. Where players dash with skates of flash, the home team trails behind. But they grab the puck and go bursting up, and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees. They travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside. It's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game third period last game in the playoffs too 
Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink. And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in, the home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game.